My producer Tim went missing at the end of the mid-season finale of America, the podcast. And I, Pepadias A. Stard, the embodiment of an only hope for America, aim to find him. These are the Search for Tim transmissions. Hello, America. It's me, Thebe Stard, a.k.a. the embodiment of an only hope for America. And I am reporting to you live from Philae, Egypt. Well, not technically live. My producer, Tim, would say something along the lines of this is a pre-recorded message that you are reading to later. But it is live by my standards, because I am currently yelling into this microphone. Which brings me to why I'm here in Philae, Egypt. If you listened to the mid-season finale of my very important show, America, the podcast, you will know that Tim is, uh, no longer with us. Now, he's not dead, but possibly in some other dimension of time and space. And in order to bring him back, I am searching the world for both magics, light and dark. I am starting here in Philae, Egypt, at the secret source of the Nile, to try and open the door of Osiris and gain access to the Egyptian underworld. If Tim is in the underworld, I will do battle with Osiris and it should be over with relatively quickly. If not, I will continue to search high and low so I can bring back my producer and he can stop being lazy wherever he is and produce my show. Tired of having Jeremy do it. He's not nice and he doesn't like my jokes. Uh, my name's Jonathan. Quiet you. You're not Tim and I don't like you. May that be the last time I hear your weird voice over the intercom. Anyways, while I will be hard at work, don't think that I haven't forgotten you, the American people, need to hear my very important words. So I will still be delivering my very important segments, as well as very important readings that have to do with the first five episodes of this season. And if you're lucky, and if you give me your questions, I'll answer your semi-important questions. That said, it is now time for my very important, very pre-recorded segment, Did You Know This? Hello, America. It's me, Thebe Stard, a.k.a. the embodiment of an only hope for America. And I recently heard that there was almost a coup after the January 6th riot. America, did you know this? Did you know this? Did you know that former president and sentient booger Donald J. Trump tried to stay in power after his term was over? I know, I am utterly shocked that a person who said for years to the American people that if he lost the election, he wouldn't accept the results would do such a thing. How did I find out about this Olivia Pope level scandal? Well, I recently read a book by my friends Bob Woodward and Robert Costa. Full disclosure, I've been a fan of Bob Woodward's ever since he and Bernstein interviewed me back in the 70s about the inner workings of the Nixon administration. Hmm, I wonder what happened to those interviews. I guess we'll never know. Anyways. Their book, Peril, is the third detailing the corruption of the former administration since the big red tie connoisseur left office. This book in particular details the events following the January 6th Capitol riot, and boy are there some revelations in it. Amongst these revelations are a phone call between former vice president and man whose eyes are as dead as his political career, Mike Pence, and former vice president and man who totally knows how to spell potato, Dan Quayle. In the phone call, Pence asked if there was any way a coup would be possible, an idea that Vice President Dan Quayle quickly shut down. Separately, General Mark Milley, seen here with a get-me-out-of-this-room look in his eyes, took a secret action to prevent the toddler-in-chief from nuking China during a temper tantrum. The general went as far as to use back channels to assure the Chinese government that our government was, you know, not collapsing. Lastly, and arguably the most chilling revelation from Woodward and Costa's doom extravaganza, was that when the former vice president said that he could not overturn the election, QAnon's orange savior said he did not want to be friends with Mike anymore. So tragic. A friendship for the ages dissolved in an instant. 
and all Mike had to do was, you know, appease an angry mob that wanted to hang him, and then install a senile wannabe billionaire as the first American dictator. It was truly sad with an exclamation point. Almost as sad as the fact that our democratic system of government was almost overturned by the former administration, and then subsequently saved by Dan Quayle. Weird. That nuke thing was pretty scary too, but China would have just nuked us back and we could have called it even. It's been pretty hot lately with all this global warming going on, so a nuclear winter sounds pretty nice right about now. This has been Did You Know This? It's America, the podcast! Exhilarating stuff. Well, I'm still here at the secret source of the Nile in Philae, Egypt, and, uh, well, the door to Osiris is not opening. I've tried several spells from this copy of the Book of the Dead I have. Got it from King Ramses, in fact. Well, by in fact, I mean I stole it from his pyramid. Ah, here we go. An unbinding spell. Maybe this will work. Anyways, while I try this spell, we are going to take a quick commercial break so I can make money off of you, the listener, to fund this excursion to find Tim. We'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. And that spell didn't work. Mm, damn it. Can't figure this out. How do I open this door? Wait a minute. What is this? There's a there's a small hole next to the door. It looks like Well, it looks like it's meant for a coin. I have a quarter right here. Let's try this. Oh boy. What's happening? Ah, the door's opening. Perfect. Just got to stabilize myself right there. Ah, got it. All right, America, as I venture into the underworld to battle the great god Osiris for the soul of my producer, Tim, I invite you to listen to this very important, very pre-recorded segment, Very Important Readings. I take you now live to that segment. All right, Osiris, I'm coming for you! For today's very important reading, we travel back to the Boston Massacre, an event I allegedly caused. Alright, not allegedly. I absolutely yelled fire and, well, whether or not the soldiers were reacting to me yelling fire is still up in the air. Irregardless of who caused the Boston Massacre, we travel back to that day to hear the words of Newton Price, an African-American civilian. Newton Price writes, Heard the bell ring, ran out, came to the chapel, was told there was no fire but something better. There was going to be a fight. Some had buckets and bags, and some had clubs. I went to the west end of the townhouse where there were a number of people. I saw some soldiers coming out of the guardhouse with their guns and running down one after the other to the custom house. Some of the people said, let's attack the main guard or the sentinel who has gone to King Street. Some said, for God's sake, don't touch the main guard. I went down, saw the soldiers planted by the custom house too deep. The people were calling them lobsters, daring them to fire, saying, Damn you, why don't you fire? I saw Captain Preston out from behind the soldiers, in the front at the right. He spoke to some people. The captain stood between the soldiers and the gutter, about two yards from the gutter. I saw two or three strike with sticks on the guns. I was going off to the west of the soldiers and heard the guns fire and saw the dead carried off. Soon after, the guards' drums beat to arms. The people, while striking the guns, cried, Fire, damn you, fire. I have heard no orders given to fire, only the people in general cried fire. End of very important reading. Well then, it seems Mr. Newton Price has corroborated my story. In the sense that, uh, 
Well, he said the crowd yelled fire, and I was indeed part of the crowd, until I moved out from behind it and behind the soldiers out of danger. You can go listen to that in the Boston Massacre episode of this season of America, the podcast, The American Revolution. This has been Very Important Readings. Very exhilarating stuff, and also I'm back for my battle with Osiris and did not retrieve Tim. Not because I lost, but because Tim is not down there. Mid-battle, Osiris and I realized that we both play racquetball at the same Illuminati gym and stopped fighting. We then went to have drinks at the local Underworld bar, where Osiris proceeded to tell me that Tim was not dead and therefore could not be in the Underworld, and that I should head to Russia to check with a very old friend of mine. Yes, none other than the embodiment of an only hope for Mother Russia, Rasputin. That said, I will end this broadcast here so that I can get on my private jet, have a few drinks, have a steak, have a cake, and then go meet Rasputin. Thank you for listening, America. If you have any personal questions for me or any magical tips on how to find Tim, you can reach us at our Twitter page, at AmericaThePod, or on our Instagram page, at AmericaThePodcast. You can also follow me on Twitter, at BastardComedy. You can also leave a five-star review in iTunes or any of the podcast apps, and uh, you should just do that. If you don't, remember, I have plenty of magic to make you do it. Why haven't I used magic to make you do it? Well, I don't know. Pick an answer. I'm also kind of lazy, and I'm busy. I'm very busy. I'm an old busy man. I have to go get on a plane to Russia now. Leave me alone. No, don't leave me alone. You can come with me if you want. Do you want to come with me? No? Well, then fine. Good night and good fight. It's America, the podcast. been a production of Shui Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shuimedia.com.